We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. On today's episode of the Pirate Podcast, we have the Thanksgiving game against the Houston Texans. We're going to break down the offense and defense. We also have the injury report, all in episode 146 of the Pride Podcast. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 146 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Pepsi, BetOnlineAG, and Indeed.com. I am your host Tyler, joined by my main guy, as always, Pierre. How you doing, my man? Pretty good, bro. Malcolm going to be with us. He'll be probably with us next episode, so let's get this thing rolling. Yes, sir. So we are here now to break down the turkey game on Thursday, Lions versus Texans. And this is yet another Lions-Turkey game where it doesn't really mean much for the Lions. I mean, this is another turkey game we're going into. We're like, are we going to fire the head coach after the game? This was the same, almost the same situation that we had last year, if you remember, when we played the Chicago Bears with our third-string quarterback, David Blau. So this sucks. It really does suck. But uh, I guess... You know, we should be thankful. We still got a turkey game. The Lions still got their turkey game. And, you know, you ready for this game, Pierre? <laughs> Am I ready? I mean, I'm going to watch it, of course. I, I don't know if it's like I'm super hyped because it's just like it's, the Lions don't really have nothing to play for anymore, man. It's like every time around this time, like it used to be exciting with Caldwell. At least we were kind of like in the hunt or whatever. 
Yeah. This doesn't even feel like it. It just feels like, eh, whatever. We, we might lose. We might win. If we win, whatever. If we lose, Patricia might get fired. That's kind of how it feels. It just sucks, man. Because, like, the Turkey game, like, the Thanksgiving game is, like, one of my favorite games every single year for the Lions. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I, I usually can't wait for it. It's just, like, hype. You know, we get a national TV game, which Lions, you know, games just are usually never on national TV that often. And... I don't know, man. The last, like, three years, they've just been meaningless Thanksgiving games, essentially. Especially these last, like, two years. Like, last year and this year. So, this sucks, man. But let's talk about our opponent. We're playing the Houston Texans, and we don't play this opponent very often. We play this team every four years. And actually, the last time Dave came to Ford Field was a Turkey Day game in 2012. You remember that game where the Justin Forsett was his knee down or was he up? I mean, and then he ended up scoring. His knee was down, obviously, but you know how that went. But um, I was at that game. I was kind of mad, but yeah. Oh, were you? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Um, yeah. So the last time the lo- or last time the Texans came to Detroit was on Turkey Day. So uh, in 2012. So. Let's get into the injuries. Oh yeah, let's do that. So if you want to go ahead. All right. So uh, the Texans. Um, we're list. We're going to say Monday and Tuesday. So. First, we'll start with did not practice. Randall Cobb with a toe did not practice both days. Fullback Cullen uh, Galaspia back did not practice both days. I don't know if I said his name right. Uh, defense tackle PJ Hall didn't practice both days. And then QB Josh McCown with the illness hasn't practiced both days. Now we'll go into the limited. So we have uh, punter Brian. Is it Anger? Anger? I don't know. Uh, limited both days. Um Guard, Senio Calamente, that's one of their starting guards. Concussion was limited on Monday, full on Tuesday. Wide receiver, Kenny Sells with a quadricep uh, injury, limited on both days. And then Laramie Tunsil didn't practice uh, Monday, but was a full on Tuesday. So it looks like he'll be good to go as well. Okay. And now for the Lions report. Cornerback Mike Ford is dealing with a concussion. He hasn't practiced the last couple of days. Wide receiver Kenny Galladay did not practice on Thursday, was limited on Monday. So, You mean Tuesday, didn't practice on Tuesday. Didn't practice on Tuesday and then was limited on Monday. So uh, it looks like he's going to miss yet another game, which kind of sucks. Deshaun Hand, groin injury, hasn't practiced the last couple of days. Cornerback Jeff Okuda hasn't practiced the last couple of days with a shoulder injury, so that's not looking hopeful. Wide receiver Danny Amendola didn't practice on Monday, but was limited on Tuesday. Austin Bryant was limited the last couple days. Jared Davis was also limited. Marvin Hall limited. TJ Hawkinson was limited. Jonah Jackson was limited. Christian Jones was limited. Reggie Ragland was limited. Matthew Stafford was limited. DeAndre Swift was a a non-participant on Monday, but he was limited on Tuesday. And then tackle uh, Big V, he was limited the last couple days. And then safety Will Harris was limited on Monday. And was a full participant on Tuesday. So something to monitor on the Lions side for guys they'll probably be an active or maybe be a game time decision is Kenny Galladay looking like he won't play again. Mike Ford looks like he'll be out. Deshaun Han looks like he'll be out. Jeff Okuda looks like he'll be out. Uh, Danny Amendola looks like he'll be a game time decision, but it looks more hopeful than not. And then also I would monitor DeAndre Swift if he ends up giving it a go or not. Very good sign to see he was back on the practice field. So I believe now with that practice, he could go. I believe that 
that technically means he cleared concussion protocol, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong on that, but... I'm not I'm... sure on the rules. I thought it was a full participant, no contact or something like that. I'm not 100% sure, though. I'm not... I don't know the so, concussion rules exactly, but it looks like he's progressing, like you said, which is good. So that's good, yeah, obviously. So uh, that is the long injury for both teams, the Lions and the Texans. Now let's talk about... This Houston Texans offense versus this Detroit Lions defense. Pierre, spotlight's yours. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, probably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Actually is one of the best quarterbacks. Um, I think, according to PFF, he's been the best QB since week five in the league. He's been on fire, 20 touchdowns, five picks. They're a little banged up at running back. They got Duke Johnson and then CJ Procise. Not not really a, the best duo. Uh, Johnson's averaging 2.8 yards per carry. carry and then CJ Procise is uh, the backup. At wide receiver, it's kind of like last week's wide receiver. Speedy guys, guys you got in space. You got Wolf Fuller, Brandon Cooks. And then with Cobber, it's probably going to be Kiki Kuti and Stills. Um, Wolf Fuller and Cooks both run a 4-3-3. Again, tight end. They're they're kind of, they're good at tight end. You got Darren Fells, a good blocker, and also a solid receiver. And then Jordan Atkins, mainly a receiver. He's also good. And they also activated a uh, Cahill Waring off of IR. And then Romeo Cornell said he'll get some special team snacks and some offensive snaps as well. So their tight end duo is pretty good. I like Fells. I like Atkins. And then Cahill Waring. He's he's been banged up for most of his career. Uh, left tackle Laramie Tunsil, one of the best left tackles in the league. Only allowed one sack. Has two penalties. Left guard, Sieno Calamente. He's good at pass, bro, but not a good run blocker. He has one penalty. Center, Nick Martin, I believe, Zach Martin's younger brother, if I'm not mistaken. He's good in pass, bro, but he's bad as a pass blocker. He has two penalties and one sack. And then this is where you kind of have to attack him, their right side. Uh, Zach Fulton, really bad at pass, bro, not a good run. He's given up five sacks. Yep, and he also has a penalty, That's, and then... Uh, you didn't see my face. I forgot we're recording a podcast. You guys can't see my face when I saw when you read that stat. Yeah, Tyler was like, whoa. <laughs> and then uh, this, this is like another kind of weakness. Tyus Howard, he's decent pass, bro, not a good run back. He has eight penalties, though. Eight, which is... Yeah, Tyler made that face again. <laughs> and he's allowed uh, two sacks. So so that's their offense. Um, Really good skill, guys. O-line's kind of sus. Running game is kind of sus, but Deshaun Watson... Kind of reminds me of the Lions from last year. You know, like Stafford was on fire. And, um, well, the O-line was decent. But overall, like, Stafford was on fire and the defense was trash. This is kind of like how the Texans are. Their offense is really good. Eighth passing ranked offense. Um, no running game. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look at this matchup. It's like another one of those matchups. You're like, oh, there's a lot of speed. How are the Lions going to cover these guys? Tight ends as well. They've had trouble with them this year. Fells and Aikens, and then the D line hasn't really taken advantage of poor O lines yet. So I'm not expecting them to do it this game. I've, I mean, I've given up on them. Right? I thought they'd do it last week, the week before, the week before. They just haven't. So I'm not going to be like, oh, we could take advantage of this. They got to show it. Yeah. I mean, on the bright side, I don't think this run game should be able to kill us. So the Lions should be able to. You know, just focus on stopping the passing game with obviously Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. A lot easier said than done. Minusing Randall Cobb that obviously helps because then they'll obviously uh, then they'll end up playing a guy like Kenny Stills or maybe can go like a guy like Isaiah Coulter there. So oh yeah, I forgot Coulter and then Kiki Kuti. I don't know yeah. if I'm saying his name right, Cuddy or Kuti, whatever. Uh, he's like Stills and Kuti could probably start for other teams. Like they're they're decent receivers. And then yes. you said Isaiah Coulter. I forgot to mention him. So yeah, so. I'm not really worried about the run game this week if I'm the defense. You know, you're, without David Johnson, David Johnson's running the ball well for them when he was healthy, and then yeah. I think he got a concussion. But um, 
you know, Duke Johnson's not a number one running back. CJ Procise was on the streets for most of the year. We even worked him out at one point. And mm-hmm. so he, I mean, he's their number two back right now. Like you mentioned, Sean Watson, he's phenomenal. Top five quarterback, maybe even top three, honestly. I'd say top but, three right now for sure. Yeah, he's really good, obviously. So, Oh, this is a very interesting matchup. I think this is just something the Lions should really focus on is the passing game. I mean, I'm not really worried about this running game right now, honestly. Like, last week I was more worried about the running game with Mike Davis. And, I mean, this running attack is not very good with, you know, what you got here with Duke Johnson and Procise. Yeah, I think what you do if you're Detroit, maybe you don't bring out your big package as much, bring your pass rushing package more instead of, like, first, second run. I mean, you want to dare kind of, like, dare the Texans to run the ball sort of kind of thing. I like, agree. Yeah. So that's 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 probably the game plan going there. Um Yeah, I mean just really quickly, I guess if you're so if you're Corey Udland, that's your game plan is just stop the run, right? Um I mean stop the passing game. That's like your Yeah, game. like you kind of just kind of want I, I don't know like these guys aren't that explosive Johnson and Procise. I would focus on the pass. Will Fuller's explosive, Cooks is explosive, Stills is good, Cootie is good. So then their tight ends, they're all, they're also a headache to deal with as well. So, yeah, and then you're also will probably be missing Jeff Lakuda in this game and Mike Ford. So you have your depth at corner is a little shaky. You also have Dale Roberts on IR. On IR, yeah. So, so you if a corner gets hurt, you're kind of screwed as well. Yeah, I was just and what's his name? I mean, not that it really matters for. I mean, it kind of matters because Tony McGree, he's on IR as well. Tony, yeah. So you're really low. They might call up Divergent. I wouldn't be shocked if they call up D-Virgin for depth. They, they don't really have much at corner right now. Yeah, that's that's a tough situation. And, you know, you're dealing with some speedsters too, so. You yeah, know, that's, one, that's tough. One of these guys go down. I mean, you're it's a tough responsibility with, you know, a guy like Will Fuller or even Brandon Cooks. has kind of had a bounce back year with uh, Deshaun Watson and the Texans, especially yeah. as of late. But, yeah, I agree, man. Really focus on the passing game. Let's. I'm not really worried about this run. And I thought you brought a good, good point. Maybe bring out the pass rushing, you know, line up a little more. Keep Romeo Quara on the field a little more. Everson Griffin on the field a little bit more. A little less John Pennessy and Reggie Raglan. You know, some of those guys. Uh, use your pass rusher sets more. So yep. that makes a lot, a lot more sense. I agree. Um, you got anything else to add on this Texans offense? Their, their tight ends, I, mean, I know I'm saying this, but I think their tight ends are kind of like underrated duo. They're they're quietly a good duo. Like, we played tight ends past because we didn't have to worry about but These two guys, you have to worry about both of them, especially yeah. in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, Darren Fells, we had him for our stuff, obviously, in 2017. And, I mean, that guy just screamed underrated. I mean, he, he can get involved in the passing game. A lot of people look at him just as a blocker. But, I mean, we've seen it ourselves when we had, uh, who who's our tight end 27? Ebron. It was yeah, Ebron. Ebron. Yeah, and I mean, when he wasn't playing well, we we relied on Darren Fells, and Darren Fells was good, man. I like Darren Fells a lot in his time in Detroit. I've always wanted to resign him, like almost every year. So yeah, he uh, helped. He also helped Greg Roman in press. Greg Robinson. Yeah, my bad. Greg Robinson. Greg Roman's the OC for the Ravens. Yeah. So he's a good blacker. So he might probably assist these guys in blackers, maybe the right side a little. Um, it's kind of weak on the right side, so maybe he'll like give some chips, then run his route or whatever. But yeah. So what's the chances? Because we, I don't know if you remember this one. He was a lion. Every broadcast, I heard that Darren Fels used to play basketball. How, what's the chances we hear Jim Nance or Tony Romo bring up that Darren Fels played basketball at one point during this broadcast? You'll probably hear it. You'll hear it. <laughs> it's almost like not as 
you know, as much, but it's almost like a broadcast saying how Stafford and Kershaw are friends. You'll probably hear that too. It's national TV. Yeah. I mean, there's no baseball, so, I mean, it's going to be a little tougher to fit that in, but you, you might hear it. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> like, you know, he's like Deshaun, like they're the Texans. Oh, Stafford's from Houston, or from Texas. Did you know that he played with Kershaw, who's also, <laughs> like, both from Texas? So. Oh, my God. You're you slipping through it. You are slipping. It might happen. But I, I, I'm I'm waiting for the Dernfels basketball analogy during this broadcast. I know it's coming, so. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got on this Texans offense. You want to take a quick break and we can break down this Texans defense versus Lions offense? Let's do it. All right. Thanks to the natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they join another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. Whether you're in your basement, watching the Detroit Lions in your Lions man cave, or if you're deciding to crash your neighbor's house with an arch rival of your favorite Why team. Why are you here, big dog? We don't even like the same team. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through the day through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Twenty twenty has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job sites according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there is no long term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resume on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best available offer anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. All right, guys. We are now back. We're here now to talk about a very horrendous defense um maybe more horrendous than the defense that we cover on a week-to-week basis in the detroit lions and pierre the spotlight's yours man talk about this houston texans defense uh i'm just gonna start from like this is their nickel defense i'm gonna start like from the left to the right uh their defensive lineup so whitney merciless the jack three sacks not not good at uh setting the edge this year they're kind of big dump on the D-line. They got uh, Carlos Watkins, not good at Rundy, also not a good pass rush. He has one sack. Then they have another defensive lineman, Brandon Dunn, not not good at Rundy, also not a good pass rusher. This is their best player on defense. Uh, J.J. Watt, four sacks. But he does have 28 pressures. The sacks might, the sacks might not be there, but he is pressuring the quarterback. Um, really good at setting the edge. And then you got an athletic linebacker in Zach Cunningham who struggled a little this year, but I still think he's good. he's a good linebacker. Um, he hasn't been that good in coverage, though. And then you got Tyrell Adams because Beendrick McKinney is hurt. He's their other starter. Um, Adams is not good in Rundy and also not good in coverage. He has a 134.3 pass rating when targeted. 
Their corners, uh, Bradley Roby, uh, he's along a 100.8 passer rating. And then Vernon Hargraves, the other guy, he's allowing 30, uh, what is it? I'm sorry, uh, 120, or no, 102.1 passer rating. And then they have a safety playing their nickel, Eric Murray. He's, he's allowing a 124.9 passer rating. So their corners are kind of sus, but that's also because their pass rush is not really getting. They're kind of like the Lions. So their safety is Justin Reed. He's been okay in coverage. And then uh, they actually moved Lonnie Johnson to strong safety. I was kind of surprised when I saw that. Remember, he was a corner coming out of Ohio State. Um, not the best in run defense. Solid blitzer, though. They like to blitz him. Um, 122.9 pass rating when in coverage. And then some notes I have here regarding the Texans. Offense and defense. They're the eighth ranked passing offense, thirty first ranked rushing offense, and then they're on defense. They're twenty second against the pass, thirty second against the run. So, oh my! So they're worse yeah. run defense than the Lions. Well, the, but when you look at it though, they play Derrick Henry. Um, they've played James Robinson twice. They played Dalvin Cook. So those numbers might be a little. Maybe they played the Cleveland Browns. So they played the best running game. So those numbers might be a little inflated. Okay. Yeah. Um something to know and you know, you look at this depth chart and you got you see a name by AJ Moore Jr. and you're like wondering why I'm bringing this up. It's actually CJ Moore's yeah. brother. CJ yeah. Moore's brother. So that's mainly a special teams guy. Yeah. They like to bring him on defense once in a while, but he's mainly a special teams guy like his brother, and though they're both pretty good in that department. Yeah, so uh, I would assume you would see a jersey swap after that game for sure. Oh actually there's no jersey swaps this year. So you're gonna see a picture or something for sure. Yeah, you'll see something along those lines. I saw AJ Moore. He's ready for this game. He texted CJ before the or this week and saying he's like, "Get ready" or something like that. So okay. we got some brotherly love in this game. So yeah. it's, um, I think I think last time we had that on Thanksgiving. Actually, I don't know if you remember this. It was the Fuller brothers. It was Kyle and when we had Corey. Oh yeah, and then also um, I think it was preseason when the Lions played the Texans. CJ and AJ yeah. also got a picture and stuff together. Yeah, that was last year's preseason where David Fails <laughs> broke out, kind of. <laughs> That's your I boy. Know, almost won a roster spot, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're Daryl Bevel. What are you doing this week? You want to try to control the clock and keep their offense off the field. That's that's what you want to do. Um, will they do it? I don't know. You should also be able to pass it, like get, get the guys involved. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, their linebackers and safeties are not good in coverage. Um, even attack their corners, like their corners are not the best either. You should be able to do whatever you want on offense. Put it that way. But will they? Dude, I have no idea. I said the same thing last week against the Panthers. They they didn't do anything. Maybe if Swift comes back, maybe the offense is a little better. I don't know. Um, I think it's a good matchup for the Lions. I like this matchup a lot for the Lions, honestly. Like I like it for them on versus Texans defense, but I don't like it versus like the Texans offense. So like, like it's kind of like yeah, in this department, I love it though. I think they could, like you mentioned, attack anywhere they want. Yeah, I think this is a a very big potential, a big DeAndre Swift game if he ends up playing. Yeah, it should be, but like, what's I mean, Bevel going to do though? Who are you going to put on DeAndre Swift? Yeah, they don't really have anyone to match up against him. <laughs> But awesome. kind of like Detroit, like who you put on Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks, you know? Like, yeah. Can we see fireworks? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think it's possible. I think we can get some Thanksgiving fireworks. I could see that. Sean Watson, Stafford going at it, which is weird for a team that just got shut up. And we're talking about fireworks. Yeah, I mean, I expected the Lions to put up 
No, not put up zero points. Put it that way. I had them putting yeah. up 23. They put up nothing. I did call the Panthers score, right? They put up 20. But yeah, no. they did. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, this this game has potential to be fireworks. I mean, I think an offense with DeAndre Swift is going to look a lot different. I mean, it obviously has this year. And we saw in the one-game sample size how different it looked compared to with or without him. So, Tyler, you might be getting me to switch my pick the way you're talking about. I'm, like, going back and forth in my head. I mean, I'm just saying, like, this is a potential where you have. I mean, DeAndre Swift should have a big game. Yeah. If he plays. And, and if the Lions want to get the passing game involved, if he, you know, he comes a factor, just like the, the football team game, these receivers are going to get open. I mean, you're going to get opportunities for guys like Marvin Hall, Marvin Jones, uh, Danny Amendola, I mean, and TJ Hopkins, like you mentioned. So I, I really like this matchup, honestly, a lot for the Lions offense. I do too. So, um, do you like the matchup versus the Texans offense versus the Lions defense, though? Do you like that matchup? I mean, I don't hate it. It's a thing. It's like, it's not great, but I think it's better than last week or the week before that. Or I think it's like one of our better ones. I mean, the only like thing that sucks, you're playing Deshaun Watson, but like the run game doesn't scare me. Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks could scare you, but like if they can't run the ball, I mean, you should be able to stop it eventually if they all, all they could do is pass the ball. If you could stop the run and like it's just not doing anything. And we've seen where the Lions stopped the run, and offenses have had a tough time. Like, go back to the Falcons game. Todd Gurley had a very tough time running the ball, mm-hmm. and they couldn't really put up points. I mean, they had a tough time scoring on us. And Jacksonville game, they couldn't get the run go- or they couldn't get the run going, so they had a tough time scoring. I could see it happening this week. I mean, the only difference is you're playing Deshaun Watson compared to Gardner Minshew, but I don't know. I think if you stop the run, which is very likely. You mentioned the 31 running attack. I mean, you should be able to stop this passing offense, in my opinion. Dude, you might, you're like getting me to switch my pick, like to reverse it. Oh, so you, were you saying you're choosing the Texans to win initially? I'm going to save that once you do the predictions, but. Okay, I mean, I hope you're right, if that's, a, if that's the case. I, I want the Texans to win. I told you I want the Texans to win, but. I just think this team sucks. I mean, I think both teams suck at the end of the day, but yeah, this team might just suck a little more, which I hope that's not. If the you case. have Swift, because I kind of like I, if you have Swift, Swift opens up everything for you, right? And, and it looks like he's probably going to play because he was limited. And if he practices tomorrow, he, he should be good to go. Yeah. If you I'm, have Swift, dude, you, you should win this game. Yeah. I mean, you look at it, compare the football team's defense compared to the Houston Texans defense. I think the football team's defense is better. It is. And the Lions' offense did essentially whatever they wanted. And Stafford should have all the, like, they play, the Texans' defense is very similar to the Lions' defense. You got Romeo Cornell running it, and Cornell and Patricia both come from New England. So you're going to see a lot of cover one. And Cornell likes to rush three a lot as well, play coverage. So it's like it's honestly very. You're gonna see like a very similar type of defenses from both teams uh, coming into the game, and very similar as well, like personnel Slow. as well. You know, Slow. <laughs> I mean, their linebacker is that Cunningham. Yeah, their D line's kind of slow. You're right, their D line's still kind of slow. Um, their corners are kind of up and down, kind of like our corners right now. Yeah, I'd say Amani's the best corner out of. Out of both teams, I don't know if you'd agree with that, but I, I go with Amani that. over Roby. I'm really Roby's not having a good year. He's been all right. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
You want to get into these predictions now? Sure. All right, let's do this. All right. Well, Malcolm didn't send his predictions in time, actually. So what we're going to do is, I guess, we'll give him the luxury to tweet his predictions by Wednesday. If he doesn't tweet his predictions by Wednesday, I'm going to remind him. If he doesn't tweet his prediction by Wednesday, we're disqualifying him and giving him an automatic out. Is that fair? Sure. That is fair. I think that's fair. But, oh, wait. Oh, he, oh, I thought he texted right I now. just texted him. Let's see if he gets back to us, like, really fast. Okay. Oh, yeah, so, he did read it, so he's typing. So we're about oh, to get in Malcolm's prediction oh right now. Oh, my God, we're getting a break. All right. So, so as we're waiting for that, uh, I'll just I'll say my predictions. I think the Lions end up winning this game. Uh, the record right now is seven. And, I'm 7-3. and three, Pierce, 3-7. Three and seven, Malcolm's 4-6. and six, Listeners are 4-6. and six, So I have a pretty nice cushion with me being the only guy taking the Carolina Panthers last week, but I'm going to choose the Lions win this week. I think they, with the healthy DeAndre Swift potentially, and it looks like that's going to happen this week. I like the I like the Lions' chances offense. Uh, get going against this Houston Texas defense. I'm going to choose the Lions, winning 28 to 24. My bold prediction: Swift goes for 100 with two touchdowns. That's not bold, but I'll give it to you. Two touchdowns on 100 yards? No, it's like the 30. <laughs> 30 seconds against the run. I'll give it to you, though. I'll give it to you. Gave it to me I, you gave it to me when I played Jacksonville. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, right. So Malcolm's yeah. prediction is in. because He actually has a really low-scoring game. He has the uh, the Texans winning 17-10. to 10. He didn't really send a bold prediction, but he's dealing with something, so that's fine. Okay. So Malcolm has 17-10 Texans. Um, Tyler, when you actually were talking, you actually got me to switch my prediction. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so good job on that. I really had the Texans winning 24-20. to 20. Let's switch that to the Lions 24 to 21. Okay. okay so. I think it's going to be a Swift game as well. Like I, when you said Swift versus Jacksonville and uh, versus Washington, I was like, you make good points, bro. And Washington also had a uh, a good pass rush. This team doesn't really have a pass rush. They can't stop throwing either. So Stafford will have all day to throw. He should. And they had, And Washington has they had the number one passing defense in the whole NFL. That yeah, is not the not case right. with Houston. Yeah, so you made, you made good points for me to switch. They do have Deshaun Watson, but however, um, I think Swift is a game changer, and I'm going to go with the Lions. So nice job like, switching <laughs> my pick. I think the main reason why is I think Detroit could own the time possession in this game. Even with Deshaun Watson, I think the Lions could own the time possession with this game with that with that Houston right. Texans defense. So that's a, kind of my main reason picking the Lions this week. But uh, – that this is a weird world. I'm choosing the Lions to win, and Malcolm's going the other team. So that is very odd. Uh, I think that might be the first time in podcast history. So book this down. <laughs> um, if you guys want to participate, you guys could go on the Pride Podcast Instagram or Twitter page. We post it. It usually be on Saturday, but since we were playing on Thursday, it's going to be posted on Wednesday. So by the time you're listening to this right now, it should be up. It'll be up on our Instagram story page, and it'll be up on our our Twitter feed. So uh, it's just as simple as clicking on what opponent you think is going to win. If you think it's the Lions, click the Lions. If you think it's the Texans, click the Texans. And we'll go by the popular vote, and that's how we cast you guys' vote. But on that note, I think that's it. You got anything else to add, Pierre? No, that's it. Uh I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, hope you're all staying safe during the virus. And maybe we'll see a Lions W on national TV. We'll see. Yeah. Again, like Pierre mentioned, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And we're thankful from the whole crew for all the support you guys have been giving us this whole year. And just, you know, 
for a while, man. You guys have been supporting us, especially this year, man. This season where the Lions are not even playing that well, you guys are calling in, leaving your voicemails. You guys are, you know, commenting on our stuff, leaving support. So we all appreciate it. We're very thankful for it. And obviously that's the holiday, Thanksgiving. So that's what we're thankful for this Thanksgiving, obviously, and a lot more. But appreciate all the support, guys, again. And we're out. Peace. All right, guys. Peace. Football is back in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.